You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. Revival Reign Day 27 Sowing with Tears and Reaping with Joy Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Psalm 126 verse 5 to 6 The law of sowing and reaping is not only written into the agricultural code of the earth, but also into the spiritual laws that govern our lives and future. The principle is this, there can be no harvest without sowing. You see, when a farmer plants seed, there is never a guarantee of what will happen, yet he must sow anyway. The only thing he is guaranteed is that if he does not sow, he will not reap. And the same is true with revival. Revival is harvest time. However, harvest time does not come without a time of sowing. Revival comes because someone sowed the seeds of revival. To have a natural harvest, someone has to plow the ground, plant the seed, and then water it in expectation that God will make it grow. Likewise, with revival, someone has to labor in prayer and intercession, preparing the ground and sowing seeds of faith. We also have to sow the word of God and pray for the rain to fall in season in expectation that God will make the seeds germinate. Jesus said the following to his disciples when crowds from the city of Sychar came pouring out to find him. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored and you have entered into their labors. John 4 verse 38. Jesus was talking about the huge crowd of people approaching them hungry for the gospel of the kingdom of God. That crowd of people was the harvest and the disciples were the fortunate ones who would reap. However, Jesus acknowledged that that moment would not have happened if others had not labored and sown. That huge crowd and revival that took place was not an accident. Somebody did something to make that moment possible. John the Baptist had to come before Jesus to prepare the way. His role was to reignite the conscience of the nation and bring them back to a place of devout worship free of the hypocrisy of religion so that Jesus could come and reap. When the crowds turned from following John to Jesus, he said, he must increase, but I must decrease. In other words, my job is done. How many others were preparing the way for Jesus' revival ministry? We are not sure, but I believe there were many. I think of Simeon and Anna, both devout people of prayer and fasting who were looking for the promise of God expectantly, living in anticipation of prophetic words, praying those prophetic words into being and sowing something into the atmosphere of Jerusalem that would prepare the climate for Jesus' revival ministry. I'm sure we would all prefer to be in the harvest team, but someone has to sow. Both processes are laborious, but one 
is a labor of joy, while the other is a labor of faith, hope, and endurance. We all enjoy walking down an avenue of beautiful trees in full bloom. But years before we experienced the beauty of such a moment, somebody had a street with no trees, nothing growing. All they had was a shovel and some seed and a hope of what could be. A long-term picture and expectation that they might see what they hoped for. So it is with those who pray for revival. They are the sowers. They are the ones who carry a picture of what could be. And they plant seeds of faith into the atmosphere of their schools, their campuses, their churches and cities in expectation that God will cause those seeds to germinate into miracles of conviction, repentance, salvation, healing and deliverance. They are typically the unsung heroes of revivals. They are not named. They are not on the stage. But we know they are vital. They are the ones who sow with tears when no one else was looking. They started the prayer meetings. They got up early when others slept in. They went to bed late, if at all. They sacrificed meals and they plowed into the spiritual ground with groanings too deep for words. They labored. Would there have been a restoration of Israel if men like Daniel and Nehemiah had not sown for it with prayers, fasting, and tears? How many people I know who are in the kingdom today because of their mom or their husband, wife, or friend engaged the spiritual law of sowing in prayer for their lost soul? Maybe you are in the kingdom and serving the Lord because of such prayers. I know I am. There can be no harvest without sowing. There is one fundamental difference between sowing in the natural and sowing in the spiritual. When farmers sow seed, they are never sure of what will happen to their seed. We, on the other hand, are totally sure. Psalm 126 says, Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall Doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Come on, saints. So let us continue sowing. Let us continue to charge the atmosphere with seeds of faith for what we believe God will do. And so we pray. Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival and start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way, may all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying and to keep believing for revival in our days.